0: <laughs>
1: that's not from this John Good t- Arden the-
0: doesn't even
1: she's hell no I'm comfortable man I'm petting my dog with my foot and everything All right welcome everyone back to the aesthetic agenda rediscover aesthetics unplugged and this one is going to be very unplugged We're just gonna talk about ourselves a little bit and I understand that a lot of you guys don't know we are and a lot of you especially with Amber being so new, I feel bad Amber because we never really had a party. I wanted to like, announce you to the world and have a a big old thing
2: birthday party here.
1: <laughs> right right and we never got to do that so we're going to use this as a um a portion of get to know us um yeah and, and go from there so i'll start i'm arden nice to meet everyone i am a physician assistant and athletic trainer of 15 years i'll be 40 next week and um i'm married to this lovely lady here we got three kids um And yeah, I'm born and raised in New Orleans and snuck away for a little while and then came right back. Who are you, lovely lady?
0: Catherine. I'm a registered nurse. And yes, Arden is my husband. So pray for me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We're very opposite, (laughs) which works for us. At times it can be frustrating, but 90% of the time it works. Um, Mainly because you love doing what I hate and vice versa. Fact. He loves doing what we both hate, and that's computer work. So yeah,
2: yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah. So okay, so top three things. Hold on, you forgetting about Amber? I'm sorry. What the heck?
2: You said your three things. Yes. I feel
0: like you kind of gave your a whole biography. Because I'm good at talking. And I'm not, which is one of the three things you should know about me. <laughs> She's getting so much.
1: She really is. Very proud of her. Amber, why don't you introduce yourself to the the party here?
2: Marley would like to introduce her. Rear end to the
1: <laughs> yeah. She got a big butt. Her butt sets up. feeling.
2: A... Catherine Spotlight. So I'm Amber. I worked as a nurse for probably like eight years. I so did a lot of critical care. Um, did NICU for four years. ER medicine. We're going on five. Still doing it. So crazy. So I'm working two jobs. I'm not ready to let that life go yet. So you're an adrenaline junkie. Yes, I really am. Um, and now I'm MP. Been MP for about. Two years, no. Um, these lovely people, you know, picked me up. I couldn't be happier with my decision to work for them, with them.
1: Best decision we ever made.
2: We're happy to have you. Um, I feel like their child that got brought in. Sometimes I have to act as their mediator, but it's okay. um
1: Not as often as you would think for us wife
0: Stay team. out of it. I'm just like, oh, well. they're married. But then when you leave, she's like, I totally agree with
1: you. Oh, so <laughs> well, guess what? When you leave, she tells me the same thing. No, she
2: doesn't. No, <laughs> she probably, he'd probably like me, to sit right. me.
1: See what I put up with.
2: She handles my money. Yeah, I you don't. Mean, yeah, she she don't. don't. Just you don't mess with the money, man.
1: <laughs> right.
2: Remember that. Um. But I couldn't be glad. I mean, happier to be here. I love aesthetics. I've, ever since my first treatment, I knew this was what I wanted to do. And I just love making people, like, feel better about themselves, give them that confidence again. Um, Just a very blunt but caring individual. I will I love be it. just like it is with no filter attached. Um, so type of one type type pregnancy, either love or hate. But I'm also very loved. I won't say Yeah. That. No, it's a... Polite, blunt, yeah, it really it,
0: Which you really need to have in this industry because so people have unrealistic expectations, or they think one syringe of filler is going to like correct the five issues that they have with their face in all these different areas, and it's like that's that's not how it works.
2: Yeah, and I'm not afraid to tell you
0: no either. Yeah, so you know we're we're very caring in how we say yes. it, but sometimes you do have to be more blunt with some people than you do with others.
1: Hundred percent. Yeah. So I like to be blunt with people. I probably.
2: I mean, look at the background I have. I mean, it was just like a live or die. I <laughs> mean, That's
1: right. That's right. What um, we'll start with Amber and work our way back over here. Amber, what was it? I know you alluded to this a little bit, but what was the deciding factor for you to say, okay, I want my career to be in aesthetics and wellness medicine?
2: So, I really, I, have never really liked the whole corporate medicine field. Um, the way it was going, especially after COVID. Um, I really saw how what meant the most in the healthcare. Um it wasn't the people. It wasn't the care being delivered. Um it was how much, how fast. Um and I just it got I got burned out. Like I really did. Um as much as I love emergency medicine. I love the adrenaline. I love, you know, that something new every day, I completely got burnt out. I was like, I don't feel like I'm making a difference anymore. I don't feel like I'm in the like, this is not what I got into nursing for. Um, I got into nursing to, you know, care, make things better. And I officially, I'm like, I've, I'm i like a robot. My hands are tied. I can't practice medicine the way I want to practice medicine. I want, and honestly, like I said, coming from the ER too, I wanted to make, I saw how much overuse the ER get. gets. Mm-hmm. People use it for their primary care, their urgent care, their, and it takes away from the actual emergencies. And I got this overwhelming, I guess, feeling of wanting to like, hey, I can make a difference in people's lives. But if I went into like, hey, um, this is how you make yourself better. Like, if you take care of yourself, you don't have to come here. Um, it's not about pushing meds. It's if you, you know, ate better or exercise one to two times a week is better than nothing. You know, you wouldn't be on this blood pressure medicine. You wouldn't be on this. And it's all about like accountability, holding these people accountable for their actions, their health, their, you know, future. Um, I see so many people all day long, they got a med list as long as I can, you know, for sure. Yeah. And they don't even know what they're taking. They have no clue. They just, Oh, the doctor told me. And I'm like, well, did you, I mean, is it helping you? No. Well, because you haven't changed anything about your lifestyle. Um, so you just feel worse by adding on the meds when you really think they're helping. Everybody thinks there's a medication to fix everything, and there's really not. And it all just starts with that person and that's where I really liked wellness medicine. I really liked, you know, the hormone aspect. The you you It starts with you. You make yourself feel better. Um, there's no doctor that's going to fix you. There's no miracle. If you take the accountability for yourself, then you really, really will see a difference in your health, your, you know, amen. of life. I mean, everything. Just the way you, and that's just really one, what I wanted to do. I wanted to make that change and actually feel like I'm making a difference versus, you know, just pushing meds or... You know, having someone hold my hand and tell me what to do. Or
1: Amen. Freedom. I love it. Yep. Catherine, what about you?
0: So I got into aesthetic medicine because... <laughs> don't laugh at me. Like... We'll know the truth, but we'll keep it right. Um, Similar to what Amber said, it corporate medicine is not about the patient anymore. It's not about making them um live better and feel better. It's... How much money can we make off of them? And how fast can we get them out of the hospital? So Amber, um, in recent years, have you noticed that rehospitalization rates have just like skyrocketed? Oh yeah. Like which in a way I don't understand because a hospital will get penalized if a patient is readmitted within like 24 hours. And it's,
2: but they are back to patient education. Like no one is educated. If you hand, I found more and more like I I strive on patient education. Like that's just my big thing. Um, you can hand me a piece of paper all day long. I'm not going to read it. and That's going to be just like I go to the doctor and I throw it in my side seat, you know, like in my passenger seat. That's the same with they do. They don't know to follow up with this doctor on this date. You can tell them. You can write on the piece of paper. I cannot tell you how many people come back to the ER and they're like, hey, I thought I was supposed to come here for my follow-up. I'm like, this is the emergency. Right. And I've, I see a lot of
0: discharges. Take care of themselves. Yeah. And I see a lot of patients being discharged before they need to. Like, they're not really healthy. Again, then, Yeah, full. <laughs> Yeah, and and so they go home and then they're right back because they still have fluid on their lungs or whatever the case may be. And it, it's not a surprise to us on the floor, but for some reason, it's a surprise to the insurance. Oh, oh there's that's a whole nother end that hospital. hospital. But it's like, you're, you're not, you're not doing anything.
1: You got to see it from a very unique perspective working in case management. Because- Which
0: is another thing, like so many things fall through the cracks that shouldn't and it's but it's because a lot of case managers are overworked they have too many things to coordinate and take care of and they can't sit there and make 100 plus people's follow-up appointments although you should
2: or it's your job and another thing i see too like people think they need to be seen tomorrow with their follow-up appointment whereas a lot of these consultation like doctors or specialty doctors they're not going to get seen for like three or four months out unless it's an emergency and they're like well i can't wait that long so they show back up in the er multiple times and multiple times and multiple times and Like, it's just an ongoing, like, failure in the system. It's a vicious cycle. It is. It is. is. It's frustrating that we're here.
1: Yeah. My story is is quite similar to all of you guys. Um, I graduated from PA school in 2010. Let me back up. I was, uh, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life, and I kind of fell upon athletic training um, as a backup plan because all I wanted to do when I was growing up was race motorcycles. I wanted to be a dirt bike racer, and... I grew up in the 90s and the early 2000s when, you know, the freestyle motocross stuff and the X Games, I was all big. And here I am in central, southeast Louisiana, as far away from that stuff as possible. But I had this pipe dream that that's what I wanted to do with my life. I wanted to work in extreme sports. And I realized quickly that that wasn't going to happen. So I was like, well, what's a fallback? And I was like, well, medicine sounds like a good fallback plan. So I found extreme sports. Well correct and so i found athletic training and i got to merge the two and i had a very good promising career except that i was making zero money athletic trainers make nothing um i I had a very satisfied life i was i was very happy as an athletic trainer but i couldn't move out of my mother's house so my boss at the time was a physician assistant i hadn't heard of it before and i started looking into it and about a week later i was like all right i'll be a pa literally it was that quick and the next year i got into a great school i moved went to school. I said, okay, well, I'm just going to merge all of these things together and make one big happy life for myself. And I was never able to do that. Um, and because of the reasons that all of y'all mentioned, right. I, I got out and worked orthopedics for the first six or seven years of my career. And the, the lifestyle that, that is orthopedic surgery in today's Western medicine culture is, um, really not sustainable um, all of medicine, really. I mean, that's why you're seeing providers burn out left and right. That's why you're seeing nurses having to be recruited from other countries because nobody wants to do the work. It's far too demanding on one's, um, personal, uh, capacity, uh, and people just, they get dumped on a lot. Right. So I went from job to job. Uh, I think the longest tenure job I had was two and a half years, maybe three years with one company. And I was always looking for something that I would never really get. Um, and I always would blame the, the job. Oh, there's a problem with this job. Or, oh, this job, will they closed, so I had to move somewhere else. Or, um, But then I, I, a couple of years ago, I finally figured it out. And I was like, this is a me problem. I, I, can't, I can't give what the medical system wants for me. So I'm either going to have to switch careers or I'm going to have to create a job for myself. I'm going to have to create a business. And so, around the same time, Catherine was like, "I want you to start learning how to do Botox injections, so I don't have to go and spend the money. We can just do it. You know, you could do it for me. We can do Botox parties or something." And I was a weekend course guy, and I fell in love. And I said, "I can merge my my artistic and creative side with the science background that I have, and really create something beautiful, and really impact people and help people." Um, and so I was like, "All right, really now I can start doing what I set." forth to do back in 2010 when I got my, my degree I can actually help people and that's how Rediscover Aesthetics was born um, I mean it wasn't only rediscovering for our patients it was kind of rediscovering for ourselves um, rediscovering what medicine can actually look like right and so that's why I'm so excited to grow and expand our services to wellness and the functional medicine aspect of things because there's such a demand for people don't know the system to want quality medical care right they want to be optimized they want to live the best quality of life that they can at 50 60 70 years old they don't want to rely on a reactive medical system that just like you said amber puts you on 20 drugs uh, and half of the drugs are to combat the side effects of the drugs that you're on before and i
2: mean everyone's goal too is to look better to feel better to you know be more energized and that's just if that's what you want and all those medicines aren't going to help.
1: No. There's a large population of people that don't fall into that category, but they want quality medical care. They want to make sure that they're on the right path for themselves. And I think we're finally in a position to do that for people. And I couldn't be happier with with where I'm at. And the sky's the limit. I think we're going to, we're really going to help a lot of people with what we're doing. And I love it.
0: A lot of good things coming in 2024 that we won't talk about yet, but has to do With more wellness um, services versus aesthetic, we'll still have aesthetics, Um, but with art and being more available now, um, we're going to be adding a lot of great new
2: things that will optimize your health. The stuff that we're passionate about, like, you know, like, that's just the reason we got into this and I really think it's going to take off fast and it's going to be good. All right. Rapid fire questions because we're running out of time.
1: All right. Rapid fire questions. Amber, what's your favorite color? Purple. Catherine?
0: Favorite color is blue.
1: My favorite color is also blue. Amber, if you could live or if you could vacation in one place in the entire world, where would you go?
0: Oh, Fiji all day long.
1: Fiji, good one.
0: Oh, I think I might have to do like a Greek island or something. like oh, that's a good
2: one too. Okay. That's, that's on the bucket list too. Yeah.
1: Australia and New Zealand for me.
2: Oh no, I don't like spiders and bugs. I out when they said all that and that's, <laughs> nope, wildlife.
1: Um, Funniest moment in your entire life? It's hard. Most embarrassing story about yourself? There's a oh come on.
0: come on rapid fire not stories rapid fire oh geez um, top
2: three things people need to know about you
1: like there we go oh
2: okay Quick. Um. so top three things mm, my dog is my everything my puppy Sorry. cute dog golden doodle <laughs> Um. don't have any kid but I'm best nanny to two little boys they're six and two and I will say I do love my husband most days <laughs> that's great good man yeah he is puts up with me Kevin all right, top three things
0: to know about me is, one, um, I'm an introvert. Two, I despise talking on the phone. Nothing will put me in a bad mood faster than having to answer phones and talk on the phones. I'm a texter, so text me. Um, three, yeah, very organized. Um, I like things to run efficiently and on time. Um, there was something else I was going to say earlier. I get three. And sure. forgot what, a, what it was. Achiever.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Bruce. I'm not in your head. My top three things, I am left-handed. Um, I used to sing and play guitar in a band in college, and high school, and I was a cheerleader for the New Orleans Saints for 20 years. Cool. Those are my three. I'm an extrovert, if you haven't noticed. a
2: mixed <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Depends on what it is.
1: So, anything you want to know about us, burning questions. Oh, we have two dogs, and you probably will see, if you're watching this on YouTube, you're probably seeing them, you know, lay out, and here's one right now that's... That's Sadie. She's almost 12. She's our OG. And then Marla Marley is, is our schizophrenic uh Springer Spaniel poodle mix who is just a whore for attention this sweet little dog. That's her. So, okay, if uh burning questions or uh comments or anything, I'd love to hear them and we'd love to chat about them. Topic
0: uh, suggestions?
1: Yeah, definitely. I I know you guys have questions out there. You six people listening, I know that there's a burning desire for you to learn something about the medical field or the aesthetics and wellness uh, space. So please send us some messages. We'd love to know info at Rediscover Aesthetics LA, or you can just leave a comment down below
0: or send us a message on Instagram.
1: Yeah, we're very heavy Instagram people. So I mean, see us for a Amber dropping truth bombs. That's that'd be the best thing if you're local to the North Shore area. I like busy southeast louisiana come have a chat with us we'd love it to answer all your questions and tell you what path that uh, we recommend you to put on to be on good job all right folks merry christmas this is the aesthetic agenda signing off see you later